again. <laughs> hey guys, it's me, Michelle, and this is WTF. Um, what has happened since the last time we were here? A lot. So, <laughs> I mean, a lot. Um, first, of course, we're going to talk about what's like all over the mainstream media and everything and around the world and everything. Was Queen Elizabeth dying? You know, what a shock. She was only 96, right? <laughs> I know, that's terrible. But no, for real, it's like she she passed away. It was, you know, it was sad and everything. I know a lot of people are like, oh, no, it's not our country. But I mean, it's just kind of weird, you know, because this is like the basis for like every Disney movie almost. You know what I mean? It's like you, you, you've got this queen and the story of a prince and all this stuff. And it's like... It's just weird to me that that she's not there. You know what I mean? It's like that was the one thing you could count on, man. You know that Cher was going to put out an album every freaking decade and that Queen Elizabeth was there, you know? <laughs> Maybe that's just me. But no, it to me it's just kind of wild. It you know, and the the whole the whole spectacle of like the funeral and all that was kind of weird. Um I, I really felt sorry for the family, though. Do you know? I mean, I, I know that that's weird. People are like, oh, I feel sorry for royals. Like, no, I do, because this is still a family, you know? So, like, I'm thinking about it, like, when my mother passed away. I'm thinking about, like, what, how would I feel if I had to walk behind this casket for, a, you know, mile or two, whatever, in the hot sun and having people, you know, heckling and saying things and I don't know. It's just weird to me. I mean, and people, you know, keep talking about how it's such a big deal. But I mean, that's how they are. They they have this tradition and all that that we don't have here. So, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with it. That's their country. They can do whatever the hell they want, you know. But I don't know. I just, I, I think people were just kind of acting weird and they were oh then she was this and she was bad but you know and it's probably true i'm sure with the history of any monarch and things like that that there's some shady crap going on it's no different than our country look at our presidents you know they're basically decorations too so it's like <laughs> i love it when our country people always blame the president they're decorations blame them old cronies that don't have term limits they're the guys and chicks running the country you know but, anyways, back to the monarch, you know, people were like, oh, they're evil and that. But, I mean, if you really think about a lot of things that happened in England in her time ruling, like I was pointing out during her funeral, leading the Royal Navy or whatever, there was a woman who was shouting out, you know, the the whatever, I don't, I don't know what you call it, you know, the orders or whatnot. But it's like if Queen Elizabeth hadn't been the queen for so long in this male-driven society, uh, you know, sorry, I don't mean to go feminazi on you here, but I'm not trying to. But I'm just saying, like, in general, if she hadn't, would women in England be as far as they are? If that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like... Like, would, 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 would there be a woman at the head of the, you know, that thing doing that? Would, would there be women in unified, you know? So I, I often think about that. Like, if she hadn't been in power, what would have happened in the women in England? Would they still be, like, 40 years behind? Or, you know, I don't know. 
I just think it's something interesting to think about because I do think she she did a lot of good things and I'm sure she had to do some bad things too or did. Who knows? And I know people are like, oh, she could, there's no proof she killed Diana. Nobody knows that. You know, <laughs> I mean, nobody knows what really happened with all that. Nobody knows. Because, I mean, if I was a queen, I probably would have taken out Fergie way before Diana, you know, <laughs> so, with all the weird stuff she's done, you know, to the royal family, but she's still doing it, living on the, living on the grounds, you know, so, I mean, uh, I don't know, I just think people jump to conclusions without proof as usual, which I was actually talking with my sister. We we have relatives who do this. They they follow these people, which I've discussed before, like Joe Rogan people. <laughs> and they're like, see, see, he said this, and now I know this, and and I know what's going on, you know. And like, well, like we said before, okay, you know what's going on. Well, what what's going to happen now? Oh yeah, nothing, because nobody cares that you know. Yeah, <laughs> you're a peon. Nobody cares if you know anything. It's not going to change anything. You just need to, if you know something, then fine, prepare yourself for what, for what might happen instead of walking around going, well, I know it. I know this is what happened. I, I, I know this is what's going on because they can't fool me. Okay, well, great. They can't fool you, but now what? And I used to be one of those people. You know, I've discussed this before. I, I, you know, I'm a survivalist, as you all know, but I'm not like crazy. Like I, I used to be crazy. <laughs> I jumped right into that rabbit hole, man. I was like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. The, the government's going to fall and there's going to be this and that. And there's going to be this huge crisis. And, and I'm going to have my 10 gallons of rice and beans. And I'm going to, I'm going to have guns and I'm going to have all this stuff and I'm going to be prepared. But it's like, you have to ask yourself, what are you preparing for? You know? Um, but then, you know, I've said this too, where I had this, this, this friend who she was like prepared. She was like the super prepper and survivalist of all time, man. She had enough stuff on her to last through any nuclear winter and, and any war from Russia or anything, Russia, you know, <laughs> that you could find. And she got taken out by a blizzard because she prepared for an apocalypse, but she never prepared for the disasters in her area that caved in her roof and she was forced to leave and all of her preps got ruined. So it's like that, that was kind of my wake up call. And it really was to, you know, let's, you know, I believe I am a strong person in believing and that you need to prep for things and that you need to have basic survival skills because you never know. It could be a tornado. It could be a blizzard. It could be anything that could take you out, but prep for what's likely to happen instead of what's not likely to happen. You know, I have friends that are still prepping for the big volcano in Yellowstone to go. I still have friends that are prepping for nuclear winter and, you know, the likelihood or a government collapse, the likelihood of these things happen are very slim. You know, I'm not going to lie, but what can happen in your area, fires, floods, tornadoes, weather, blizzards, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what you should be preparing yourself for, you know? Um, but, but yeah, anyways, back to the subject of people knowing things, but yeah, I did. I jumped down into that rabbit hole, man. I, I had my whole future planned. I was going to have camps and man, I was going to have, I was be prepared for like raiders to come and try to steal my stuff. I was going to slice them down. <laughs> It's it's such a stupid thing because it's like I I've always prided myself. I am I am a very 
what I call a, what I call a thinking person, somebody who really thinks things through and tries to try to rearrange things in my mind and tries to figure things out. And, and like, I literally fell into that, you know? <laughs> It was so, I mean, I, I taught myself how to do all kinds of things. I even went to this place where I learned how to suture and which is, you know, it's still a good thing to know, but it's like, Hey, I can take out your, your appendix if it needs to happen, you know, but is that real? No, of course not. You're going to go to a damn hospital. Nobody's going to come to my house and be like, Hey, Michelle, I need my appendix taken out. You know? <laughs> It's just, but anyways, I know I'm getting way, like, way off subject here, but it's just, it's so funny how people are, you know, and I used to be one of those people, you know, I was never, like, one of those capital rioting people, because I would never do that, because that's just dumb, but it's like... I, I was seriously, I, I was, man, I was prepared. I was going to go back to the little house in the prairie days, man. We were, we were learning how to make clothes and I was going to, and I was going to have my guns and my knives and my knife collection. And I was going to go hunting and, and go on these, these trips to find supplies like the walking dead, basically, you know, except for that, that wasn't in my mind at the time that was even before the walking dead. It was like, it was like I had all this just envisioned, but it's like in reality, if anything like that happens, the electricians aren't going to die. Not every electrician in the world is going to die. Not every plumber in the world is not going to die. Every mechanic in the world is not going to die. <laughs> you know? We're still going to have technology. And let's just say tomorrow, let's just say something happened. Okay, boom, Yellowstone blows, whatever, half the country dies, you know, you know, everything's in chaos. You're still going to have something because we're going to have a way to communicate. We had ways of communicating in the 1800s. It was called telegram. Then we had just a basic telephone. And a lot of people forget this, you know. A lot of people forget the fact that we <laughs> we survived long before the Internet. <laughs> I don't know. Remember books? Yeah, I still have books. You <laughs> know. I don't know, man. But anyways, all these conspiracies around the queen. I mean, and of course, it's a monarch that went back thousands of years. Of course, there's going to be secrets. You know, there's secrets with our presidents. I mean, for God's sakes, even like our founding fathers, Ben Franklin was a whore, man. <laughs> he was a whore who liked to, to play with dead people. You know, and it's true. Yeah, it's, it's a fact. You know, he used to go overseas and, and he was giving it to the king and the queen and probably a few other people in France, you know. <laughs> ben Franklin, Benjamin Franklin, yes, the inventor, you know. Then he came over here and, and he lived in this place where he used to take dead bodies and cut them open just so he could see the insides and study them. You know, but not legally. He took, he literally paid people to steal corpses. So it's like our country has some really shady stuff, just like England does. You know, of course we came from England. <laughs> you, know? you know, it's just, it's so wild to me that people are, that they, they look at like England and the monarch and, oh, how weird is that? They're doing this and they're hiding this. It's like, yeah, look in your own backyard. Look what your government's doing, <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh. And then you have the, these people, which I, I've said before, they, they follow, uh, Trump blind, blindly. Um, ah, Trump is, and he's got all this stuff and he's gonna, he's gonna expose them. If he was gonna do it, if he's such a great guy, then why hasn't he already done it? 
You know, if he's so worried that all these people, all these Democrats and all these people are doing all these bad things and and he's going to explain, why hasn't he already done it? You know why? Because he's using it as leverage. That's if he even has it at all. So is he a good guy? No. You know, it's like none of them are. And I'm not, like I said, you, you know me, I've been through this. I am not a Democrat. I am, I think for myself, I don't, I don't trust any of these bastards I don't, or bitches, however you want to look at it. I don't trust any of them. They, they all lied. They will tell you what you want to hear and then go back on their word. But I just, I, I find it funny that this Trump, I call it the Trump army, that they just like, ah, Trump, he's going to train, he's going to train the swamp, he's going to do this, he's going to do that. Well, he didn't do anything for these people at the Capitol. You know, I'm not saying he, I still don't believe that he told them to do that, but they all believed it. They believed that they were going to go storm the Capitol building and that good old Trump was going to just get them all off on the charges and he was going to go in there and just save them all and be like, my children, did that happen? No, he told you all, you all to go home and saved his own ass. So is that really the kind of person you want to follow? That's just my opinion. You know, <laughs> y'all can do whatever the hell you want. I don't care. Think for yourself. If you like this guy, hey, more power to you, you know? Um, but anyways, that has nothing to do with the queen that I was talking about going off on a tangent again. <laughs> what do you know? So anyways, here's, <laughs> here the, here we're back at the funeral again. All this stuff's going on. Everybody's walking. And then like Andrew, I think it was Andrew, isn't he? Yeah, he's the one that got like, like is under the fire for, for sleeping with a 17 year old or, or during the whole Jeff Epstein, you know, the, the Epstein thing. And people were shouting on the side, ah, oh, pervert. And I'm thinking to myself, it's like, okay, today I, I get it. You know, I, I don't know whether he did or not. I wasn't there. I, I can't prove one way or another that this guy did it. There's a picture of him standing next to somebody, but there's pictures of them standing next to all kinds of people. You know, so whether he did it or not, I don't know. Probably, but the point is, this is a person's funeral. A 96-year-old old lady died, well, queen or not. And this was his mom and the whole family's there. Don't be doing stupid stuff. This is dumb. And it's like all these people posting on the internet, all this, yeah, the queen was here. Now she's going to hell and blah, blah. Well, guess what, sweetheart? Most of you are going to hell, uh, you know, judging by the Bible's rules. You know, <laughs> I hate to tell you this. You're all going to hell. So <laughs> you'll be with the queen and everybody else there doing your way. So <laughs> shut up. I, I hate this judgy crap, man. It's so stupid. But then <laughs> Anyway, so now you got all this stuff and all this pomp, and then I don't know what the heck happened with the horses. I I didn't catch that part, but, but this poor lady, like she loved horses, so the, her carriage was supposed to be carried by these horses, you know, down the mile or whatever. So I don't know if like the family just didn't want to walk through horse shit or what. But so they they ditched the horses, and now they they have <laughs> they have the Royal Navy. <laughs> <laughs> hauling her, hauling her stuff like, like they're the horses, you know, it was, I guess it was a Navy or, or soldiers, I, I don't know how their whole, their whole system works over there, but it was just so weird, and then behind them, you had Charles, you know, her son Charles, and then Andrew, and then I forget the other guy's name, and then Princess Anne, she was there, her daughter, and she's in the uniform too, I love her, she's one of my favorite royals over there, I mean, I'm not totally into it, but she's just, I mean, to me, she's freaking, she's hilarious, Yes, I love her. She just says what she wants when she wants, and I, I like that. You know, she didn't give her kids titles, but that's beside the point. 
But anyways, all this stuff is happening, and these people, <laughs> these people are doing it. Did you hear about when they first had her her casket on display? Or people, even like Sharon Osbourne and Jeff Beckham, they 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 were you know they they were in line for twelve hours just to see her casket. Man, it's like what? <laughs> I mean, I I I I you know I don't think I've ever had a celebrity obsession that hard where I'm going to stand in like 12 hours just to go stand next to their casket that's kind of but that's how the English are man they're hardcore with their traditions and stuff so whatever oh you know like I said I'm going off into la la land here again but my my point is it's like all these people all over the world you know felt this kind of, and I did too you know because that was just something she was there like my whole life you know my whole life she's been queen and it's and it's so weird that since she's became queen, there were people that that saw her, you know, actually become queen and her father become king, and you know, and they they never got to they they never got to see the end, you know. So it, it's it's kind of historic, really, if you think about it. We are actually we witnessed this history, this woman who was you know the monarch forever you know 70 whatever years and it's like we got we're we're witnessing this, this history we're witnessing this person who died and then we get to see him be king and probably his kids or whatever I mean like I said for me it's just kind of it, I'm not saying it's cool that somebody died but it's cool that I get to see it there's a lot of things that I've seen in my lifetime that a lot of people didn't get to see do you know what I mean? There's like a lot of comments that came by that they say only come by like 75 years where I got to witness that, you know, so it, it's just kind of cool that I got to see these things in my lifetime, you know, and I think people should be more appreciative of the fact of what they actually get to see and witness, you know, and some things we didn't want to, but we still got to, you know, like, like how in the 19, you know, 1918, the big, what they called the Spanish flu, but it was actually just, you know, whatever, but they, they killed all these people and stuff. And people were still talking about it. Like when I was in high school, people were like, oh, the Spanish flu did this. But it's like, here it was in 2000, you know, 20, we, we had, and 21, we had the, the COVID virus and it shut down the world basically. And we were witness to that. So we, we can write books. We can say like what we did what you know how how we lived how we 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 got through it like the shortages you know and there you know and I know it's it's not like something that's like oh my god I got to witness it I'm not saying it was something fun but it's just something that that we seen and went through as a society that people are going to be talking about for hundreds of years and I don't think people appreciate those kind of things you know like like this with the queen we got to see this we witnessed it so when people are talking about queen elizabeth 150 years from now, we're like, oh, she was the longest reigning queen, blah, blah, blah. We were there, man. You know, we seen it. We, we witnessed her being queen. We witnessed her death. We witnessed her son being, you know, crowned. It's, it's just kind of, you know, and people are like, oh, it's no big deal. It really is. This is something that's going to be in history and we witnessed it. You know, we, we've got to witness, we have witnessed so many things. That other people wouldn't even, you know, have known about because of like, you know, new, you know, news and internet and things like that, that inform us of these things going on. And it's like, we, we got to see it. And it, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool, but I'm also, you know, I'm also kind of, you know, into like the whole history thing. And, and, and I like, 
Yeah, I just like I said, I just I just love the fact that 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 we got to see this and witness it because there's a lot of people who didn't. And a hundred years from now, even kids that were born today weren't alive when Queen Elizabeth was here, and they didn't get to see it, and they don't remember it. You know, so it's it's just kind of weird that that we know that. Like in my lifetime, I I've seen a lot of things. You know. Like the Challenger exploding, it was a it was a horrible thing that happened. It was a disaster. But like we we saw it live, we witnessed riots. We witnessed the first black president. We witnessed, you know, comets and all these things. It's like people do not appreciate that. And I think that's my point of all this. It's like all these people are saying all these negative things. It's kind of instead of sitting back and being like, "This is wild, man. We we got to see this. We got to witness this." <laughs> I mean, maybe it's just me that that's thinking like this, or or maybe somebody listening to this is like, "Whoa, dude, you're you know that, that's kind of you're kind of right." <laughs> but it's just it's just stuff like that. Like even the pandemic, you know, it was horrible. We all had to stay inside, and it was crap. I mean, not me, of course. You know, medical field, I was out in it. But most people just sat at home and they just kind of did their thing, and everybody was kind of locked in their own heads, and it's like. It was just weird, you know, but that's something we were there. So, like, in the future, we could write a book. You know, any of you could, too. You could write a book and say, like, your experiences during the pandemic, like, what you had to do, you know, what things were, what what, what were short. And you should write this stuff down while still fresh in your memory because even, like, your generations from you, your your great-great-grandchildren can read this and be like, wow, man, that's awesome, you know? <laughs> like, they lived through that, you know, and and I'm not even saying it's even close to like the 1918 thing, but still, it's it's still kind of the same way, you know. People were, they, people were dying of this disease. I didn't know what it was. People were, you know, they had these mask mandates, and there was a shortage of supplies, and you know, it's just like you we could literally write memoirs and and put this out there, you know. And you should, you should sit down like right now today, and write down what you remember of the pandemic, like. You know, like how cheap gas was. Because remember that when, when that that was one good thing when Trump was in office, like the gas was like super cheap. You know, so during the pandemic, because supply and demand wasn't there, that's why it was so cheap. Because they weren't making money off it anyways. But you know, so like the the gas was cheap, and then like you couldn't find certain things, and you kind of had had to become creative with food and creative with with different things and. You know, people start growing their own food. It was, it's just kind of weird, like how, how things transpired from it. But nobody thinks of it like that. They're like, Oh, that's crappy. We know whether you believed it or not. Oh, that manufactures it. But the point is we all live through it, you know? So even if you, you thought it was a manufactured crap from the government, write that down. Be like, we had to do this because our government lied to us. Write it down, man. Write down, you know, it's like there, there are so many things that people can do with their time besides bitch on Facebook about, <laughs> about some dead monarch. Ah, she's going to hell. <laughs> are you God? Do you have this on authority? <laughs> Maybe you're going to hell with her, probably, you know. So... <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I think I, maybe it's just the older I get. I'm trying to see things differently because like, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm, I, I'm trying to, now I'm not saying like positive attitude, but just, just try to be different, you know, 
try to be different than everybody else. Sit down and like explain to people, you know, I, I, I've already done that. I, I've written down a lot of things about the pandemic, like, like how for, for a while you couldn't get bread. And then there was like no pasta anywhere. There was a, how people were trying to make their own pasta, but then they ran out of flour. And, you know, I mean, we're, we're definitely weren't suffering in any way, shape or form. And, you know, and how kids were stuck at home and how they had to learn online. And it just, it was just, it was crazy. You know, it was a, it was a crazy time and people need to read it from the people who lived through it instead of our government writing this stuff in quote-unquote history or their version of history and nobody actually hearing from regular people. And I, I think that would be a good thing. You know, who knows? You might get published even. Who knows? You know, it's possible. <laughs> you know? Maybe maybe if you're in your 20s now and you write this memoir, maybe when you're in your, your 70s and it's like a hot topic in school, you can publish a book and be like, hey, you know, this is what really happened. This is how regular folk, you know, did this. But anyways, that they, I don't know. Like I said, I think the whole thing in England, it, it was, it was sad for me because like I said, it's like, she was like, you know, you hear the queen. That's the first person you think of, you know, you, you don't think of anybody else. I don't, well, of course, when I hear queen, I think Freddie Mercury, but that's, that's me. But I'm saying like the queen, the queen of England, you always think of Queen Elizabeth. You never... Nobody ever thinks of anything else, you know, so it's just kind of weird that all my life, that's where she was. And it's just, it, like I said, it was kind of a sad moment. I wasn't going to sit down and cry over it, but it, it was sad, you know. It was sad to, to see her go, and it was sad that she, you know, and like you think about the whole romance thing. It's like her husband died, and she died not too long after him, and that tends to happen a lot with the elderly. I don't know if any of you know this, but that happens quite a lot. One will die, and then the other one dies not long after. So it's, you know, so then you've got the, the whole story of that. And, you know, it's just, you know, and there, there's always going to be people out there just trying to stir up crap, I guess. I don't know. But I don't know. I, I just think of it as part of history that, that we got to witness, you know. And it, and people don't look at it that way. It's like, dude, you, you seriously witnessed something phenomenal that people are going to be talking about for hundreds of years at this monarch that was in for that whole time, the longest monarch in, in the history of whole England. And she was it. And you got to witness her, you know, and you got to witness her dying and you got to witness her son being sworn in. You know, it's it, like I said, it's just weird. So, but yeah, that's going on in the news. So, <laughs> you know, um, Let's see. I'm going to get into a little bit of mail here real quick because I'm not going to keep this too much longer. Um, there was a couple episodes back that I was talking about. Uh, I'm getting way off, like cutting that, cut and dry. Bye-bye. Okay, we're going on to something else here. Okay, let's see. Bye-bye. Okay, um, one of my friends, Susan, hi, Susan, she had posted on one of my podcasts about dinosaur tracks somewhere. Like, I guess this river was covering up dinosaur tracks. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and okay, now I want somebody to explain this to me, because I don't get this. <laughs> so they're basically saying that if I walk in the mud, like, you know, you know how you're walking, you know, you're walking, and all of a sudden you step in mud, and your foot gets stuck, you're like, you know, you pull your foot out, and <laughs> it leaves an impression, you know, the mud's there, it leaves an impression. So basically what these people are telling me that if I walk in a, a dried up creek bread that has mud and I'm tootling along and my feet print in there and if it dries and the water comes back that my footprints are going to be there two million years from now. 
So I, that's part I don't get. How can footprints be there? I mean, th there has to be some geologist, somebody that can explain this to me because in this, this, when, when they had this drought, the water went down. And they're saying, Oh, we found these dinosaur tracks. Okay. Number one, how do you know it was dinosaur tracks? How do you know it wasn't some log <laughs> that, that got pounded into the ground and, and went down the river? You know, um, they, they're, you know, but they're saying that these tracks were there. And I, and I did read this article and it's saying like, they said that the river dried up and they discovered these dinosaur tracks. How? If the river was there, wouldn't it like smash down the mud or something in the, the, the moving water? Wouldn't it like wash away the dirt? I don't know. I don't even know how it's possible. I don't know how you would even know it's a dinosaur. I mean, <laughs> do you have one to compare it to? <laughs> I don't know. This kind of stuff just, just flies. But anyway, somebody wrote into me and they said, and I quote, <laughs> I think you need to read some books because I don't think you know a whole lot about dinosaurs and bones because they know how to carbon date. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So they're basically calling me stupid. Okay, well, that, that's fine. I'll take that. I am stupid when it comes to this kind of stuff because that's why I'm asking. It's like, how do we know? I, mean, I want to know how this works. How you look at a bone and can tell us, you know, so many millions of years old, you know, and, and how, how do you know? You know, and that's what I'm saying, like with these, these footprints, how do you know? How do you know what was there? How do you know these are dinosaur footprints and how did they stay there all these years? It makes no sense to me. So yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, I am. I'm totally just ignorant, blind, dumb, and stupid when it comes to this kind of stuff because, but that's why I want someone to explain it to me because I just don't get how they can do this. I, I don't understand. I don't understand how they can find fragments of bones here, there, and everywhere, and then decide this bone goes with this bone, and they're like, you know, you know arm bones attached to the shoulder bone, you know, hip bones attached to the leg bone. How do they know what which one goes to what? I think is my point. It's like, how do they know this? So anyways, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, as far as Susan, as far as that trash go, I don't know. That, that is really weird. And then what's even weirder, they said it's 113 million years old. Okay. 100. I mean, they had it down to precise. 113 million. How do you get these numbers? You know? Why don't you just say it's over a hundred million years old? Why, why, 113 million. They had that very precise. <laughs> How do you get it that precise? These muddy imprints in a dried up riverbed or whatever, or lake bed, whatever the hell they found. <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense. See, they, they they lost me there. I'm just like out to lunch on that. I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, does any does this make sense to anybody else? How do you 113 million years old? Anyways, I'm getting off. <laughs> let's see, let's see. Another letter here. What do I think about hotels in Spain? Huh? Oh, oh, yeah. There's this company that I guess is going to have, like, this space pod or something. And they're going to have it, like, rotating the Earth, supposedly. And they're going to have, like, a hotel room. So, like, you can literally stay in, like, this, this makeshift space station in a hotel. I'm not sure how they're going to get you there. <laughs> I guess in a rocket. Because they can't shoot you out of a cannon into space. So... 
Yeah, so the, apparently there's this hotel going to do this. I think it's the Hilton where they're going to have like a space view and and now all this weird stuff's happening too. They're going to they're going to mine on the moon and they're going to have all these things. Why now? That's that that's my biggest question. It's like we've gone years like we supposedly went to the moon in a tin can in 1969 with the technology we have in our cell phone. And then we didn't do nothing for years. And then we had all these space shuttles going up, but we couldn't, we couldn't keep them up because they kept exploding and all these things were going on. And it's like now all of a sudden, boy, we got this technology we just pulled right out of our ass and now we have a space force. So it's, does anybody else find this kind of odd? You know, like we had nothing, nothing for years, nothing. Then all of a sudden now it's like we have a space force and we're going to have, we're going to have a colony on the moon and we're going to mine this and we're going to, we're going to go mine asteroids and we're going to have hotels in space. (laughs) How did we pull this technology out of our ass in the last 10 years? I'd like to know that. Not even 10, like the last five they start talking about it. So (laughs) makes you wonder. It's like, it's like, yeah. Sure, the government charges, you know, $20 for a pin. My ass, that's where that money went. We we know where our money's going now. I don't know. There's just some weird things going on that don't make sense to me. But according to this other person, I'm stupid, so maybe I am. Um, I don't know. Maybe someone can explain this to me, too, like how we just suddenly have this technology to mine on the moon and asteroids and to have hotels in space. I mean, I really think maybe we had this technology and maybe they just released to where other people could do it, maybe. I don't know. Because I'm pretty sure we, we had, like, the whole rain on it. Us, China, and Russia, I think, were the only ones that, like, had the, the, the rains on this kind of crap. So, I don't know. And who owns the moon, man? Do we own it? Do, I don't get it. Can you really own the moon? I think one time I bought, like, this joke thing where you can buy land on the moon. So, damn it. Those bastards better stay off my little section of the moon that I bought, you know? <laughs> I want money. I better get paid. Remember that years ago you could buy like you could buy like partials of the moon. Remember that they were selling like land on the moon, and I bought one of those. <laughs> it was like twenty nine ninety nine, and I got like this little square on the moon. So if you bastards plan on mining on my little square, you better pay me. That's all I'm gonna say. So. Anyways, I'm going to get off here now. Anyways, y'all have a good day. I know it's a lot of rambling today, but I was just in one of those kind of moods. So y'all have fun. Be safe. Remember, think for yourself. Get out a journal. Start writing because someday your story could be in history books. You never know. So y'all have fun. We'll talk to you later. Be safe. Bye.